Welcome back to another episode of In All the Wrong Places. Um, this is episode 10. I can't believe that we've reached double digits. Truthfully, it took me a really long time to even commit to recording one episode to now be sitting here knowing that I've hit the double digit mark feels really incredible. So if you have been listening to every episode, thank you. If you're new, welcome. Um, this is the podcast where I dive into how we all can fall victim to looking for love in places that just are wrong to look for. Oftentimes we get stuck thinking that something else, someone else, somewhere else is going to give us what we feel like we're missing in life, validate our feelings, um, and make us feel loved and secure. And that's just not the case. When you do the work, when, when you go through something traumatic and, and you're forced to look a little bit more inward, it's really easy to suddenly see that the entire time you have that power within you. You have that love within you to give yourself what you need. And the rest is just gravy or the cherry on top. Um, and so my personal journey has been through a five and a half, almost six year struggle with uh, fertility. Um, my husband and I took a different path than most, but a more common one than you would think in that we had to do multiple different fertility treatments, um, including a round of IVF, which got us pregnant in September. And then we unfortunately miscarried um, around the 17 week mark. So here I am talking about all the things and just kind of sharing and being more vulnerable so that hopefully other people share and become more vulnerable and we're able to break this pattern and stigma around um, anything, any kind of grief or struggle or pain, um, not just fertility. So of course I speak mostly about fertility, but this week actually is a little bit different. I'm going to talk a bit more about my work and what I do for a living. Of course, I have some areas where it ties back in, but this week's topic is looking for love in the success of others, um, which often revolves around this coined term of imposter syndrome. And whether or not you're in a creative industry like I am, I, I'm a wedding planner um, and designer, and it, I really don't think it matters what kind of industry you're in. I think imposter syndrome can fall on all of us, especially with the pressures of social media and just, you know, that toxic positivity. When you log on and you see people doing things you wish you were doing, um, traveling places you wish you were traveling, you can often feel less than uh, even if even just as parents um watching other moms on social it makes you feel insecure and like you're either not doing enough or you're doing something wrong and um fuck i feel that way sometimes just about cleaning my house <laughs> all of the people who are posting about that you know and and you have to realize that social media is often fake like half of the time if i'm recording a video of my house to show a reno update, I'm not showing you that literally two seconds before I recorded that video, I threw everything, all of the junk, all of the stuff that I didn't want you to see in the video behind me. So if I turned around and showed you that, then of course, you know, you'll see that I live just as messy and 
chaotic as the next person, but what you put on social, of course, is is always a little bit different. And it definitely can encourage those feelings of insecurity and uh, make you feel like you're you're not doing enough or you're not enough. And and then that can spiral and trigger in so many different ways. Um, I went to school for marketing um, and it's interesting. So like I follow a lot of marketing people on social media. I follow a lot of business coaches who are teaching you to better market for yourself, especially if you're a solopreneur, you own a small business. Um, and I find that they all hammer home a similar message. Of course, they're like, I see some of them try to get into the, you know, don't, don't listen to what everyone tells you to do. Just do you just show up as you, you see that, but then you also see a message two weeks later from them telling you about the algorithm. And so I find it interesting. The common message often is that if you aren't showing up, then you aren't getting clients. If you aren't making your business and your marketing a priority, then you won't be taken seriously. And that was something that really, it was a hard lesson for me to learn because I am such an overachiever. I'm a perfectionist. I don't like to disappoint people. And so I, and I constantly take things on myself. I don't really often ask for help. Um, and I really have a hard time of letting go of control. It, it, it's m multiple conversations that I've had with my therapist. Um, but I find that then when there's this pressure to show up and this pressure to be constantly pushing an agenda or promoting your work or showing, especially in my industry, showing that I am being creative and showing my talents and, and being ahead of the trends, that's, that pressure is often really overwhelming. Um, especially in moments when I am not creative, like, there are definitely seasons of my year um, that I don't feel inspired and I don't feel creative. So I then start to create work that isn't my best work just because I feel like I have to be, just because I feel like I don't want to be left out. You know, if someone asks me to be part of something with them, I had a bad habit of saying yes for this fear of missing out. Um, on something, whatever it was, of this fear of being forgotten, of this fear of becoming like irrelevant in some way. Um, it definitely are all things that I have felt in my business for sure. Um, and then of course, you know, going through fertility, I really had to take a step back and focus on just me. And I had to put creativity second, but also I didn't want to be creative. I, I was so stuck in a funk and there were, there were highs and there were lows. There were moments where the only thing that was distracting me and getting me through was being more creative. And some of my best work came out of the last few years in some of my darkest days, but it also like I had to, to start to choose me and my health and my relationships and and my my experiences outside of what I do for a living, even though what I do for work creating, you know, it, indulging in these experiences with people, 
um, is very much a part of who I am. It's, it is very much something that I absolutely love with my whole heart and would do outside of work. Like I I would do it as a hobby. I enjoy it. It's something that I really love. Um, so it's just a bonus that I get to do it and get paid. Um, but it, it can overwhelm you when you're intentionally choosing you and literally there were days where I was, you know, watching, binging something on Netflix and eating cracker crumbs out of a box and drinking way too many coffees in a day and scrolling on my phone and seeing all of my peers creating together, um, hanging out together, traveling together, doing work that I loved, but that I wasn't doing. And it really takes a toll on you. It starts to make you feel like, well, why didn't they ask me to do that with them? Why um, didn't I think of doing that? Why am I not doing that? Why can't I be doing that? It, it, it spirals you into this, this, well, I'm not as good as them. I, uh, they don't like me as much as they like that person. Really, it can fuck with your head. <laughs> um, so many, so many different things are coming up right now for me. And I'm not going to share any experiences too close to heart just because, um, you know, it's a small community, but I definitely think that there's beauty in not showing up. So that idea that these marketing experts and business coaches are telling you that if you aren't showing up, you're not getting clients. I, it took me a little while. It took me a little bit of inner work. It took me a few different social media breaks to realize that it depends on who you're showing up for. When I am less present on social, when I focus less on what others are doing and just do what I do best, I start to notice that now instead of showing up for the internet, instead of showing up for people that I feel less than around, um, I start showing up for my clients. So pulling away from social at times has really helped me be even more present in my experience with them. And so, yes, of course, I still show up on social. I'm still sharing behind the scenes. I still post every once in a while, but it's not as intense as it was before. I don't worry about posting every two to three days. I don't care if I haven't posted in over a week. None of that stuff matters to me as long as I'm still showing up for my clients. That is first and foremost, the most important thing about my business. And I believe that that is the kind of showing up that is going to get me more business because those experiences that those people have with me, those connections that they're going to be making with me are going to be the things that they then go and tell other people about. It doesn't matter that if I posted three times that week on social and shared two of my most recent creative ideas. If I'm not 
presently appearing for my couples day to day in a work setting, then I'm never going to get any further. Um, and that, that is probably, you know, one of, one of the most important things I think when, when you're talking from a work perspective, but also stepping back from social and pulling away from, again, this need to find love in other people's successes. The second I stopped worrying about what other people were doing, I was able to show up for myself and I was able to show up for my loved ones in ways that I had never done before. I can't tell you how many dinners I've sat and said, I'm so sorry, I just have to check social. I'm so sorry, I have to check my phone. I'm so sorry, I'm getting a message from someone and I have I have to reply. Like that time is valuable too. That time for me, that time for them is valuable. And if I'm not carving out the proper times in the day to do work and then do life, then how can I ever expect to feel any kind of success? Um, and I think that when you're unhappy in other areas or when you're feeling, when you're feeling less, when you feel like you're not showing up for yourself enough, when, when you're feeling like you're not getting enough me time, or when you're feeling like, shit, I haven't checked in on so-and-so in a few days and they're such a good friend to me and I feel shitty for not being able to check in on them. Or I haven't spent quality time with my husband. We haven't gone on a date in forever because I've been so busy and overwhelmed with work. Um, when you're feeling that way, it's going to make the feelings when you log on and see two people that you work with regularly working together without you, it's going to make those feelings feel stronger because truthfully, you don't really care that they're working together without you. It really doesn't matter. This, like seeing what other people are doing with their lives, like they have nothing to do with you. My feelings are coming from my feelings, my feelings of you know, I haven't been present for myself. I haven't been showing up for my husband and my friends. I haven't been giving my clients enough attention, whatever the case may be, whatever you're feeling, um, those feelings are going to be heightened then when you see someone else doing something that, that you wish you were doing. It actually has nothing to do with them. You, you really don't care that they're out doing it it's that your something is going on within you. And so once you start focusing on you and yourself and what you're doing, and if you can be happy at the end of every day with what you accomplished that day, then it doesn't matter. You're not going to feel that imposter syndrome as heavily. I'm not going to say you're not going to feel it at all because definitely I fucking felt it this week. <laughs> um, and it wasn't fun. You know, it made you, it made me feel really shitty. It made me cry a little bit. And then I just kind of was like, what am I doing? And I picked myself up and I moved on. And I think that once you're able to understand yourself a bit better and love yourself and the love comes from within, and it's not something that you're searching for elsewhere, then it changes your perspective of so many things. And you no longer feel less than or um, insignificant in so many other areas of your life. So I think that with that too, I, something that I've heard recently, which I know is an old message because I've just recently started listening to her podcast from the beginning. Um, and there's quite a lot of episodes, but you know, I'm, I, I listen to Glennon Doyle. I, I love her podcast. Um, 
And there was a message on a podcast I was listening to recently about quitting um, that said, you quit on a good day, not a hard one. And I loved that message so much. And, and it, it felt connected to this specific topic in the sense that there have been so many moments where I have, you know, most of it happens on social media, to be honest. But so when I have logged onto social and like I said, seen two people that I work with regularly working together without me, or I hear of somebody that I work with a lot, starting to work with someone else more regularly than me. Um, that's, that's when my imposter syndrome kind of comes into play, you know, and it sucks. And when you're in it, when you're in a suck, when you're in a place of suck, especially when it has nothing to do with work, when I'm struggling with fertility stuff and I'm logging in and, and seeing that, and I'm feeling frustrated and overwhelmed and stuck in a loop. Um, and like, I, like, how am I supposed to go and focus on work and being creative when I'm so stuck here in this dreaded infertility cycle. Um, it, it feels hard and heavy and it feels like, uh, maybe I should just quit. I can't tell you how many times I said, maybe I don't want to do this anymore. Maybe I should stop working in the wedding industry. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I'm not good enough for it. Maybe I'm, uh, maybe I had my moment, maybe I had my five minutes of fame, maybe it's coming to an end, maybe I'm becoming irrelevant. All of those thoughts that run through my mind in those moments and make me want to quit. And so I heard this the other day and I thought, what a brilliant thing, because after a setup for an event, after an actual wedding day, after getting together and connecting with people in the industry, I never come home and say, that was fun, but I still want to quit. That was great, but it was too much work and I don't want to do it anymore. I always come home buzzing on a high, loving my life, excited to tell everybody in my life about the day and what happened. And so full, I feel so full and so much love after those days that it reminds me why I'm doing it. Um, it has nothing to do with other people. It has like, like obviously it has something to do with people because it's a people industry. I mean, it has nothing to do with what other people in the industry are doing. Those days I don't even worry about them because I'm just focusing on what I'm doing in that moment. And it feels good. So, it's something that sort of reminds me that I am doing this for the right reasons and that I don't want to quit and that I shouldn't quit. Um, and then like, obviously my brain starts thinking about it more and more and related that quote back to our fertility struggles. And oh my goodness, there, there have been so many times when I have just looked at another family and watched them from afar and saw them playing and saw the snuggles and the love and and felt so much imposter syndrome here i am 
trying and fighting to have that and will I even be good at it? Is it even something I really want or am I just fighting because I've been fighting for so long? There was a moment the other day and we were in the kitchen and I said to Trav, um, you know, like, can we even imagine having a baby or a child in here with us right now? Like it has been the four of us, Trav, I, and the two dogs for so long. And before that, the three of us, before we got Nash, that as much as we want it, I can't picture it. And sometimes I think that that is because we've been in it for so long. We've been in this fight for so many years that I don't even know what to do once we get it. How will I feel? How will things change? Will I, will I be worthy of it? Will I be good at it? And it, it starts to make me panic and feel like an imposter and feel like I'm fighting for something that I might not even be good at, especially when I look at other people and see how natural it looks for them. And, and of course, you know, when I see people who didn't struggle at all and their life just seems so easy breezy to me because I'm on the outside fighting like hell to have what they have. And I know that everyone has their own struggles. So there may be something that I have and that they're secretly looking at and And it's a vicious, vicious circle when you start to think like that. So my my goal recently has been trying to stop those thoughts and trying my best to literally just focus on what I'm doing and take in and and enjoy and experience what other people do and have and but not but not compare the two because the two are totally different. And um like I said before, what, what they do doesn't, has nothing to do with what I do. Um, and so, yeah, the, the point of that ramble, (laughs) um, is that it like come, it came back to that quote. And so, yeah, there've been so many moments in the last five and a half years where I didn't know if I wanted to keep pushing forward went while I was having the miscarriage, while I was in physical pain and I, I knew what was happening and I was laying there on that table with gushing blood every time I had a contraction. All I remember thinking was, I do not want to do this again. I do not want to experience this again. And if that means that we no longer try because this is a possibility with every time, with every effort, with every time we, we try to get a family there's always this chance that it will be ripped away from us and i remember feeling that so strongly i was convinced that we wouldn't try again for a while and uh pretty quickly after i realized no i this is something that i really want and 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 it comes back to that quote you know you don't quit on a hard day you quit on a good day and so that was a hard day it was a really hard day and of course, I'm going to want to quit on that day. That's not fun. That's not something my body, my mind, my heart, my soul was enjoying or would enjoy doing again. But it wasn't a good day. So move forward to a good day in fertility 
in our journey. And mostly, most of the time, those days are the days where it's just us and there's good music and we're laughing and we're, we're celebrating us. We're, we're just living simply. And I look at Travis and I know in my whole body that we would, sorry, that we would make amazing parents and that a child in the house would be such a blessing and I he I look at him he smiles at me and I just know that we're doing the right thing um those are the good days and that is those are the days that I lean on when I'm having hard days so that I remember why I don't want to quit I remember why I shouldn't feel like an imposter because this is my journey and my experience and I can't compare it to others. So yeah. Whew. Okay. That was a lot of emotions there. Um, I'm going to take a small pause and just come back and wrap up. I don't have much else to say, but I do just want to, um, wrap it all up together for you and, uh, and, and say goodbye, but I just need one second. So thank you for holding tight. Thank you for that. Oh, so yeah, I mean, really when I was thinking about this topic um, and started to jot down kind of all my thoughts about this idea of looking for something in the success of others or, or not even almost fixating on the success of others rather than focusing on your own success um you know things that came up for me were that i did and sometimes do feel very left out in the wedding industry i do realize that that sounds very what was me because i'm obviously not i have a amazing support group and community and the wedding industry is not as evil and catty as you might think it's actually quite lovely and supportive and everyone, even the people I sometimes feel left out by, I know that they are not actually leaving me out, but, but even those people, if I needed them, I could reach out to them and I know that they in a heartbeat would answer me or help me in any way because the community is actually very, very lovely, but it's sort of this beautiful be brutally beautiful, soul crushing and inspiring place to belong to. It's so energetic and so like fulfilling, but at the same time, it is devastating in moments and really it, it can break you down for sure if you fall victim to a lot of these things and and looking for some looking for this feeling in the success of others rather than focusing on yourself and and falling into that imposter syndrome and 
and really comparing yourself to what other people are doing um, is so is such a a negative way to spend your time because you know everyone is going through something different and so a lot of times people like when i first started i came in hot and heavy i worked my butt off i did so much for nothing at times because i wanted to make a name for myself and now i have spent you know many years re like really 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 pushing the success of my business and i'm at a point now especially with for our fertility journey where i'm really pulling back and of course the pulling back is where the insecurities come in because then when i'm seeing other people are still pushing 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 i don't want to get left behind i don't want to feel left out but when you remember and remind yourself why you're doing why you're doing whatever it is you're doing, whether you are hustling um, or taking a break, like you've obviously made that decision for a reason. And so run with it. Don't focus on what other people are doing. Um, people might, those people who are still working really hard that you feel jealous of, or you feel like less than or left out of, of their experiences might be looking at you being like, fuck, I wish I could just quit like her. Sorry, I didn't quit. I wish I could just be more like her and take a break. And And they may see you golfing or enjoying a, a Saturday dinner with your friends. And they might think, wow, I never get the time to do things like that. And I wish that I could. And so you always have to realize that like the grass is always greener on the other side, you know, but if you just water your own damn grass, chances are you're going to love where you live. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you, it's not easy when, when friends in the industry are busy and doing things without you. And of course you're happy for them, but then you're also like, well, why not with me? It can hurt. It can really suck and it can kind of feel like a punch in the gut, but the thing the things I'm constantly reminded of by myself and by others is that what well, I always say, no one is you and that is your superpower. You know, magical pixie fairy dust is literally designed to spread everywhere with just one breath. So sometimes things happen without you, but often they're not intentional. And that's the friggin' harshest truth I've ever had to learn. You know, people aren't out to get me. They're literally just creating and doing things for them. And that's so amazing. And I'm over here breathing and living and surviving for me. And that's wonderful too. So the next time you're feeling a little bit of imposter syndrome or like other people are doing more uh, or going more places than, than you are and, and you want to be doing that, just kind of take a step back and take a hard look at, at what you want, you know, put your hands on your heart and just sort of think about what it is you want. Um, and it, it, is it that, do you want to be doing that and more included in that? Because if that's the place that you're in, then go and do it. All you gotta do is ask. Generally speaking, those conversations come up and those people, might think 
that you're too busy or that you are taking on less work and they don't want to overwhelm you and no nobody can read your mind and you kind of have to let yourself you have to open the door for yourself and vice versa because if you're getting asked all the time and you're feeling like that because this is sort of what happened to me a few years ago and you don't want to be left out you don't want to let people down you don't want people to forget about you so you just keep saying yes take a step back put your hands on your heart and ask yourself if that's really what you want to do or do you want to have more time for beach days and reading on your front porch and dinner dates with friends and or your husband or your wife or whoever your partner um because if that's the case then start saying no and that's empowering too and and like i said the success of others is not the issue the issue is that you're something is wrong in your life you're not doing something that you want to be doing it has and it has nothing to do with what that person is doing over there so um just try to remember that the next time and hey remind me the next time you hear me talk about feeling less than or having imposter syndrome remind me of what i said because i do it too still um you know none of us are perfect and and social media is a tricky place to be in because we're constantly being inundated with the success of other people and just remember that a lot of the times it's fake some of my happiest looking shares were my darkest hardest days in the fertility world and so even though i looked happy i was literally breaking inside so you know not everything is what it seems and and take things at face value so ah well now that I've had a good morning cry, I can go start my day. So thanks for listening as always. And um, I just hope that everyone has a really lovely weekend. Um, And I'll be back soon. So yeah, enjoy the rest of your day. Bye.